0: Welcome to the podcast for Real Church Coweta. We meet every Sunday at 10 a.m. at the Worship Center on the campus of Central Christian School in Sharpsburg. You can also check us out online at realchurchcoweta.com or jump on Facebook at Real Church Coweta. We hope you enjoy this week's message. You guys can be seated. How's everybody doing today? Yeah, you guys ready to eat some turkey? Yeah? Gobble, gobble, gobble. Alright, I'd actually do a pretty good turkey. Let me see if I can do a good turkey here not bad, is it? Anyway, no, I'm going to get it in a second. Okay, so um, we're going to have to do parenting classes here. Um, We've got some issues with some of our children. Um, I'm sitting at home last night, about 7.15, and I get a text from a six-year-old. This six-year-old is the sweetest, she was in a wedding a few weeks ago that I did, sweetest kid, sweetest kid, and she wanted to check on me to see how I was doing since Georgia beat down Tennessee, (laughs) that was the text, six, six, so I'm, okay, well, maybe we don't need to, I'm here this morning. I'm outside greeting people with a smile like I usually do. We had a little um, brat fifth grader who came up to me and said, you lost, y'all lost. And I, being pastoral, said, shut your mouth, you little turd. So, Listen, I'm long suffering, yo. I'm long suffering. Tennessee, what are you talking about? Are you really? Did you really think I thought we were going to win? No, I knew we weren't going to win. But wait till next year. Hey, listen, can we put the picture of uh, Sweet Reagan up there? Tomorrow we're going down to see this sweet girl. If you don't know Reagan, Reagan Binker was in a car accident last Wednesday night. Uh, she actually was, I haven't got the full story. She was on her way back home or on her way to uh, a Bible study. She actually goes to uh, Georgia, College, uh, Georgia Southern. She actually lives with her grandmother. Her grandmother's been here as well. Uh, she lives with her grandmother down there in Statesboro, and she was going, and she got T-boned. And uh, she's, she was in critical condition for a while. Uh, they have now upgraded her. She has now had two surgeries. Uh, she will be having a third surgery at some point, I believe, on her hand, uh, we shall see she has a compound fracture on her hand uh, she has probably she had, she had pelvic surgery on friday she she will probably have um three months in the bed uh, is what we're thinking um but we're going down there tomorrow and i am thankful for you guys we sent out some messages to to, to if you're on our text stream you got it uh, we left heather and them out of it, because if you know heather and them they don't want to take anything they're like no 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 and uh anyway so we did that, we have cards out front, they're real church cards. If you wanna send an encouragement message to her before you leave, you can do that. We're, we're uh, Miranda is so awesome. Miranda, she Googled within about a five mile radius of where the hospital is, and she chose places that were about five miles away from the hospital so they can have gas, food, all kinds of stuff that are around that area. That basket is already full uh, of, uh, of goodies, it's already full of gift cards. And so, but we are going to be taking that down tomorrow. If you want to stop by and just say an encouraging message, our children's ministry is going to be working on encouraging messages. She is a volunteer in our children's ministry, even when she comes in from college. Uh, She also, during the summer, oftentimes her and her sister, will keep the children here during the week for some of our staff who have smaller children. They'll come in and do that. Uh, We've known Reagan for 12 years. I guess she's 19, so we've known her since she was 7 or 8. Most of the time, you know, with some teenagers, I can't get up here and say, they are the sweetest, listen y'all, legit, she's the sweetest kid, <laughs> like she really is, she really is, and she just, she was real concerned about her job, and about her school, and about the other driver who T-boned her, her mom's not concerned about the other driver, by the way, I just want to tell you that her mom wants to kill the other driver, but, um, but she was very concerned about that, and so, if you will please just continue to pray for her, and continue to pray to do that, if you would please. All right, listen, uh, I wanted to get those out of the way before we start the message today. And uh, I've got an incredible message today. It's very, uh, it, it, after we left our Believe, uh, we are gonna be decorating for Christmas, by the way, when you come next Sunday, it'll be all christmas up. But uh, after we we stopped our Believe series last, uh, last uh, Sunday, and by the way, if you didn't get a uh, certificate, uh, send me a text, I'll make sure you get your I completed John in a year and a half certificate, you can have that, okay? So, but after that, I thought we needed something to get us into the holidays, and so today's message is called, Appreciating the Socks and the Underwear. That's the message. Listen, you guys, I want to talk to you today, and I'm going to actually figure out how to make that clip fit our message. It's really kind of crazy, isn't it? So, what did he want? He wanted a major award. That's what he wanted. He wants something, a major award. I want to tell you something. You guys remember... That Christmas we all dread, the Christmas we all dread, what is the Christmas we all dread? I'll tell you what the Christmas for me that we all dread. The Christmas that we all dread for me was the time whenever we transitioned from toys to clothes. You guys remember that? And I'll never forget it because I would watch my, I would watch my, my brother's. And they would open up a shirt, and they'd be like, oh, yeah, I like it. And I was thinking, man, I would never want a stupid shirt for Christmas. And they would open up pants, and they would open up a belt. And I was like, thank you, Lord Jesus, that I do not have to have that. Thank you, Lord Jesus, I don't have to have those things. I'm getting the GI Joe with the Kung Fu grip. Are you with me? I'm getting the Stretch Armstrong where two months after you pull its arms, it rips underneath the thing and that purple goo all comes out. That's what I'm getting. But then there's that one Christmas. And you often wonder when it's going to be. <coughs> you wonder when it's going to be. It's like, is it going to be this Christmas? And then it comes. And I start opening up stuff. And all I had was pants. They were husky. Don't even ask. They were husky. Shirts, white turtlenecks. My mom used to dress me in white turtlenecks. She's always thought I like. I was like, Mom, I'm a big kid. I don't need white anything. All right. And then turtlenecks come up. It would literally come up to my chin, my second chin back then, um, and I was depressed and I hated it and then later on I guess I kinda liked it because I didn't have any good clothes I had an aunt by the way there's always one isn't there I had an aunt here's what she would do now mind you listen I'm eight years different than my brothers my aunt would go to the store and buy a six pack of socks sizes 6 through 12 You know, because they're like, this will fit 6 through 12. She would buy those socks. She would open up the sock pack. And she would give my brother two pair, my other brother two pair, and me a pair. They came up to here on me. You know what else she gave me one time? I'll never forget this. I thought it was a toy, I shook it and it rattled. It wasn't a toy, you know what it was? It was a Western belt with my name on the back. You ever got a Western belt with your name on the back? I have, I have. Today's message is called Appreciating the Socks and the Underwear. I wanna talk to you today about major awards. I wanna talk to you about mountaintop Experiences and i want to talk to you about growth through the holiday season the scripture today is in luke chapter 1 verses 67 through 71 luke chapter 1 verses 67 through 71 john the baptist had they had given birth to john the baptist and his father says this starting in verse 67 Then his father, Zechariah, was filled with the Holy Spirit and gave this prophecy. And here's what he said. Praise the Lord, the God of Israel, because he has visited and redeemed his people. He has sent us a mighty Savior from the royal line of David, his servant, just as he promised through his holy prophets long ago. Now we will be saved from our enemies and from all who hate us. And I want to stop there. Now we will be saved from our enemies and all who hate us. Now, here's the thing. The prophecy that was fulfilled by Holy Spirit came true. We were saved from our enemies and from all who hate us. We are saved from that. He was saved from that. But here's the thing that's kind of crazy. And I think we do this sometimes with God. When Zechariah made this prophecy, in his mind, what he thought was, was, We are going to be saved from our enemies right now and from all who hate us right now, and we are going to conquer back over and take back our land, and this is going to be the greatest thing ever. That's what's going to happen. It's going to happen right now. It's going to be a major award. That's what's going to occur. But see, when he gave the prophecy... God had not yet revealed how he was going to do that. Now we can see from hindsight how he was going to do it. He was going to do it through a suffering Savior. A suffering Savior that we're going to celebrate in just a month or so the birth of. But Zechariah had to be thinking along with everyone who heard, this is what we're going to, we are going to have an earthly king That has been born. My son will be the foreteller. He will bring forth the Messiah. He will be the one that goes before the Messiah. He will then recognize the Messiah, bring him forth. He is the forerunner to the Messiah. Zechariah thought Jesus was going to be a magnificent earthly king. Everyone did. That's what the Messiah was going to do. But the reality is, is that the expectation of how it was all going to go down here was completely different than how it actually all went down. And I want to tell you something. The same is usually true for your life and my life. And I want to talk to you about that briefly. How do we appreciate the socks and the underwear and what does that even mean? I want to tell you what it means. The first thing I want to tell you is this we all think that we know what we need we all think that we know what we need what we need is we need a major award we need a lamp in the in the in the window by the way I've been to that house it's incredible it's up in Cleveland I've been to that house it's a really cool place to visit but we need that we need that in our life see what we need is we need a grand event that's going to occur and that's going to change everything. We all want to be in control of our lives, and we plan, and we think, and we scheme, and on and on. And oftentimes, we will play the if-only game. If only this could happen, then I will blank, or this will be better, or I will be happy, and on and on and on. And the people in Jesus' day did the same thing. Here's what they said. They said, if only we had a king. If only we had a king. If only we were free. If we were free, then we would, if only we didn't have these Romans around. And our answer is going to be this. We're going to set up an earthly kingdom. That is what we're going to do. And so we're going to celebrate that, that, The line of David has now been fulfilled and will be fulfilled at the birth of Christ. And we're going to celebrate that he's going to usher in an earthly kingdom. Even though we read texts like Ephesians 3.20. Ephesians 3.20 says this, it says, Now all glory to God who is able through his mighty power at work within us. Read that. Mighty power at work within us to accomplish infinitely more than we can ask or think. We read that, yet we put that aside because what we need is a moment, is a touch. That's what we need. I've seen so many churches that what they do is is they're constantly looking for the next thing. And there's believers that do the same thing. They go from high to high to high to high. I've even had someone tell me one time, someone said, After a service, someone said, you know, that that service just wasn't anointed today. And I was like, well, is is there any other encouragement you'd like to share before you go eat? (laughs) What did they mean? Nothing miraculously happened. That's what the people were looking for back then, and that's what we look for now. Everyone wants a major award. Whenever I was younger... I went to a a, a thing called the Emmaus Walk, and it was definitely a mountaintop experience. It was. It was a mountaintop experience. And I have had other mountaintop experiences. What do I mean by that? What I mean by that is I've had other experiences where I have never felt closer to God, where I felt like that God was with me. I felt like that I did not want to leave that place. I've been to camps like that. I've been to retreats like that. There have been times in my life when I've went and done Bible studies like that. Can we show up the picture of the mountain? Who in the world would not want a mountaintop experience? Wendy told me all the time, she said, hey, listen, I know you love the Smoky Mountains, but the Rocky Mountains are real mountains. And I said, whatever. She said, no, seriously, they're real mountains. And so two summers ago, we went out there and I dressed, shock y'all, in a pair of shorts and a t-shirt and tennis shoes. And we started going up the mountain in the car. And I started noticing the further we got along at some of the rest stops, there were people that had coats on, they had long pants, they had boots. And Wendy said, you're going to maybe need to dress a little warmer. I said, why? We're just going up the mountain. By the time we got to the top of the mountain... And I tried to be a good team player. I had hiked so much on this trip. Wendy and my son Blake said, hey, we're going to hike up to the very tip-top point. It's only like 200 yards. And I said, honey, enjoy your time there. This is my maximum. And I learned, Smoky Mountains, while they are mountains and they are pretty, the Rocky Mountains are real mountains. Look how beautiful it is. Isn't it incredible? It's so beautiful. It really is. And so what we want is, is we want and we think the way God is going to change us, grow us, move us along, do things in our lives, is that he is going to provide a one-time, two-time, three-time event that is a mountaintop experience. Now, I'm going back to the Rockies at some point because I love it. It's a mountaintop experience. But I want you to know something. And I want you to always remember this in your mind. Look at the mountaintop and see something about the mountaintop. Nothing grows on the mountaintop. Nothing grows on the mountaintop. Look, where is the growth? Where are the trees? Where is the grass? Where, you know where it is? It's down lower in the valleys. See, your baptism day, mountaintop. Your camp experience may have been a mountaintop. Your Christian retreat, mountaintop. Some miracle God had for you, mountaintop. But I'm going to tell you something. Do you know where God does the majority of his work? Do you know? where you grow day in and day out, it's not on the mountaintop, y'all. It's in the valleys. And sometimes those valleys get lower than we want them to go. Are you with me? It's in the everyday, day in and day out. And here's the thing. Because that's not exciting or beautiful, because that's not you know, romantic or some kind of spiritual high. Because of that, we often are sold a bill of goods that if we're not experiencing those highs all the time, then we must not be strong Christians. The growth is always going to be in the valleys. And some of our valleys are lower and lower. Here it is. It's the daily decision to surrender that changes our lives. It's the daily decisions to surrender that changes our lives. Matthew 6.33 says this, Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously. And here it is, and He will give you everything you need. Seek first the kingdom and all will be added to you. What is all? All that you need all your desires, all your wants, all that you need. But we don't oftentimes like that. What we want is, is we want to stay on the mountaintop. We know that because whenever the transfiguration happened, what did they want to do? Let's set up tents here. This is a beautiful thing. Let's set up tents here and worship and stay here. It's like, no, you can't do that. Because life is not lived on the mountaintop. It's lived in the valleys. It's lived in the everyday. Guys, I went hunting one time. I'll never forget this. I went hunting one time. And I went and I bought me a pair of coveralls. All right, coveralls, the zip-up kind. They were ultra warm. I'm talking about they were warm. I put those suckers on. I had the orange vest, the same one I wore to the Tennessee game the day before. I had it right there. I was going to hunt. That's a joke. I guess everybody just, I'm trying to get over this Tennessee loss, but y'all ain't helping me. Anyway, I put that sucker on. I had the toboggan. I had everything. It was perfect. It was perfect. I got out. It was cold. It was really cold. Man, I got out there. I got in that tree stand and every part of my body was warm except my feet you see I screwed up I had thin socks on I don't know why I had on thin socks but I had on thin socks and my feet froze to death see I had everything else. I had the coat and the toboggan and the the jacket, and I had the orange and I had the coveralls. I had everything else. But I was miserable. Do you know why I was miserable? Because the basic thing of a pair of socks, I forgot. And I wore thin socks, and my feet were Freezing to the point where they were numb. Where when I got down out of the tree, it hit and it felt like needles. That's how cold they were. See, we can have all those things. We can have all of the grand things we can have in our spiritual life, all those things. But if we don't remember the basics, if we don't remember, listen, the socks and the underwear, we're going to live a miserable life you're going to go from mountaintop to mountaintop. Listen, I don't want to be too crude here. You ever had on a bad pair of underwear? Let's just be real here, all right? Let me tell you something. It don't matter what you're wearing. If your underwear's jacked up, you're jacked up all day. I'm talking about take them off and throw them away. Are you with me? You know what I'm saying? Walking like this all the time, like, gosh, man, what is the world? (laughs) Yeah, hey, how's it going? Everybody doing good? You know what I'm saying? That's the truth. That's the truth. What we want to do oftentimes is we want those major experiences. And what Christ is saying to us says, it is the daily decisions to be broken. That is what provides spiritual growth. That's what it is. It's communing and connecting with God on a daily basis. It's communing and connecting with His people on a daily basis. It's worshiping and connecting with God through music. It's it's worshiping and praying with God. Now when I say daily basis, I'm not talking about get out a check sheet and say, well, I've done it for 48 days in a row and I'm spiritual. No, I'm talking about genuinely doing it. Not because you think you have to, but because you want to. Most of us think that The mountaintop experiences is what's going to change our life. But do you know what really changes your life? The socks and the underwear. The basic things on a day in and day out basis. That is what changes your life. And you will wake up one morning and you'll say, man, I am no longer the same. You know a good test? A good test for you is this. If you go to family or you see friends over the holidays that hadn't seen you in a while. If they see things like, man, you've really changed. Man, you're a different person. If they haven't experienced you in a while, then you know that you're on the right path. Do you know how I know this is true? I know this is true because of this. Because Jesus came to get messy. Do you know what a shepherd does, y'all? A shepherd sleeps near the sheep. A shepherd eats near the sheep. The sheep. A shepherd cleans up the messes of the sheep. A shepherd protects the sheep. A shepherd guides the sheep. Uh, 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 he disciples and oversees and teaches the sheep. He cares for the sheep. No matter what the weather's like, and no matter what the attack is, he's right there getting messy for the sheep that's what a shepherd does and that's exactly what jesus does for you and for me he gets messy in our lives with us and walks us through things not on the mountaintop but in the valley you ask yourself this question when have you grown the most spiritually when you were on cloud nine when you were at some retreat or whenever you came back and you went through some stuff that required you to connect with Jesus more than you had been before. And that's the way you grow spiritually. And that's the way you learn. And that's the way you are discipled. It's not glamorous. And it's not a major award. But what it is, it's the foundation of our life that we are to build on, guys. It is the socks and the underwear and it is what you need to appreciate today let me pray for you god thank you for today thank you so much for who you are god thank you for the socks and the underwear of the spiritual life thank you of the day in and day out god we know that you provide spiritual mountaintop experiences for us just to get a glimpse of what eternity is going to be like just to get a glimpse of but god We know that we cannot live on the mountaintop. We know we can't live there because nothing lives on the mountaintop. The growth happens in the valley. And so, God, we ask you, as you promised to do, to walk with us through the valley. And Lord, when that valley gets a little lower, When it's a little harder, God, at that point, we ask you not only to walk through, but we ask you to carry us. Let us be people that understand that it's the socks and the underwear. It's not the mountaintops. It's in the strong and mighty name of Jesus we pray. Amen. Let's stand up for a final song. Jonathan and I will be up here if you'd like prayer. There's nothing magical about us. You can bring people down here as well. Let's stand and let's sing our final song. Thank you for listening to the podcast for Real Church Coweta. If you have any questions or would like to contact us, please visit our website at realchurchcoweta.com and click on the Contact Us tab. We invite you to join us every Sunday at 10 a.m. in the Worship Center on the campus of Central Christian School in Sharpsburg. Until then, God bless and remember to love God, love others, and live real.